Blog Talk Radio.
a coal miner's daughter, women of the world, love is a fountain foundation, trouble in paradise, and feelings, among many other country hits. Who is Loretta Lynn? Perhaps the greatest female country singer of all time. Born Loretta Webb in Butcher Hollow, Kentucky in 1932, Loretta Lynn became a mainstay of the country charts after landing in a top ten hit with the, uh, with the apathy named Success, penning tracks that were often autobiographical and authentic, she wrote the number one song, Coal Miner's Daughter. Later, publishing a book by the same name and seeing her life story depicted on an Oscar-nominated film that was a good movie. Throughout the 60s and 70s, Lynn had a slew of hits that included uh, the chop top, chart toppers, Fist City, Women of the World, Leave My World Alone, One on the Way, Trouble in Paradise, and She's Got You, as well as an array of popular collaborations with Conway Twitty. A member of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Loretta Lynn reinnovated her career in 2004 with the Grammy-winning Van LaRose. Produced by Jack White, followed by the 2016 album, Full Circle. Loretta Lynn grew up in a small cabin in a poor Appalachian coal mining community. The second of eight children, Loretta began singing in church at a young age. Her youngest sister, Brenda Gale Webb, also devoted a love developed a love for singing and later went on to perform professionally as Crystal Gale. Now, my producer didn't know that who that was, and neither did I until now. In January 1948, Loretta Lynn married Oliver Lynn, a.k.a. Doolittle and Mooney, a few months later before her 16th birthday. For some time via the later autobiography and subsequent coverage, Lynn was reported to be 13 at the time of the marriage, though official birth documents eventually confirmed her age accurately. The following year, the couple moved to Custer, Washington, where Oliver hoped to find better opportunities. Over the next few years, he worked in logging camps, and Loretta did odd jobs and looked uh, after the four children, Betty Sue, Jack Benny, Ernest Ray, and Clara Marie, who were all born before the time she was 20 years old. But Loretta never lost her love <clears throat> excuse me, for music, and in her husband's encouragement, she began to perform at local venues. Her talent soon landed her a contract with Zero Records, which released her first single, I'm a Honky Tonk Girl, in the early 1960s. To promote the song, the Lynns traveled to different country music radio stations, using them to play, uh, play her song. Their efforts paid off when the song became a minor hit later that year. Now let's listen.
Don't you just love the uh, piano in the background? I love that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds almost vaudeville. Yeah. Well, settling in Nashville, Tennessee, around the same time, Loretta began working with Teddy and Doyle Wilburn, who owned a music publishing company and performed as the Wilburn Brothers. In October 1960, she performed at the legendary country music venue, the Grand Ole Opry, which led her to a contract with Decca Records. In 1962, Loretta scored her first big hit with Success, which cracked the top ten on the country charts. During her early days in Nashville, Lynn became friends with singer Patsy Cline, who helped her navigate the tricky world of country music. However, their budding relationship ended in a heartbreak when Klein was killed in a 1963 plane crash. Lynn later told Entertainment Weekly, quote, When Patsy died, my God, I never did lose my best friend, my best girlfriend, but I lost a great person that was taking care of me. I thought, now, somebody going to come up and whip me for sure, unquote. But Lynn's talent would carry her through. Her first album, Loretta Lynn Sings, in 1963, reached number two on the country charts and was followed by a string of top ten country hits, including Wine, Women, and Song and Kentucky Girl, and Blue Kentucky Girl. Soon recording her own material alongside standards and works by other artists, Lynn developed a talent for capturing the everyday struggles of wives and mothers while injecting them with her own personal band of wit. However, she did not shy away from the more controversial material as evident with her handling of the veteran Vietnam War in the hit single, Dear Uncle Sam. Singing as a terrified lover of a draftee, whom she doesn't want to see sent to war. Meanwhile, on the home front, Lynn gave birth to twin daughters, Peggy Jean and Patsy Aline, in 1964. Now let's listen again. What would you do if you knew how I was feeling? I wonder what you'd have to say. 
enjoyed the, the song, I Lie. We do take special requests, don't we, Don? <laughs> okay. In 1966, Lynn had her highest charting single to date with the number two track, You Ain't Woman Enough, from the album of the same name. She followed in 1967 with her first number one hit, Don't Come a Home Drinkin', Unless Lovin' is on your mind, one of many songs Lynn featured an assertive yet humorous female perspective. That year, she was named Female Vocalist of the Year by the Country Music Association. In 1968, her classic tune, Fist City, a, a, a lyrical tell-off from the woman, from one woman to another, about her man also reached the top ten of the country music charts. Drawing from her own personal experiences of growing up poor but happy, in 1970, Lynn released perhaps her best-known song, Coal Miner's Daughter, which quickly became number one hit. Teaming up with Conway Twitty, Lynn won her first Grammy Award in 1972, but the duet, After the Fire is Gone, song was uh, number one for many successful collaborations between Lynn and Twitty, among a collection that included Lean On Me, Louisiana Woman, 
Mississippi Man, and Feelings, performing songs that explored romantic and sometimes adulterous relationships. They won the CMA Vocal Duo of the Year of the Year Award for four consecutive years, from 1972 to 1975. Now, Mr. Producer, can we spin Louisiana Woman and Mississippi Man? This is a good one. <laughs> to stir up controversy 
which he wrote about changing times for female sexuality with 1975 song The Pill, which some radio stations refused to play. Lynn became known for saucy, innovative songs titled such as Rated X, Somebody Somewhere, Don't You Know What He's Missing Tonight, and Out of My Head and Back in My Bed, all which reached <laughs> wow. number one. Mm. <laughs> In 1976, Lynn published her first autobiography, A Coal Miner's Daughter. The book became the bestseller, publicity revealing some of the ups and downs of her professional and personal life, especially her stormy relationship with her husband. In 1980, a film adaptation of the book was released starring Sissy Spacek as Loretta Lynn and Tommy Lee Jones as her husband. Spacek won an Oscar for the role. The film itself nominated for seven Academy Awards. Now let's hear her story in a song. Neil, have you got that one ready? This is her signature song. Put your holler 
Amid these other accolades, tragedy struck Lynn again in 2013 when her oldest daughter, Patty Sue, died of complications of of emphysema at age 64. But Lynn, then in her 80s, persevered, and in March 2016, she released the song Full Circle, which was produced by her daughter Patsy and John Carter Nash, the only child of Johnny Johnny Cash and June Carter. The album debuted at number four, returning Loretta Lynn to her familiar uh, place at top of the country charts. Coinciding with the album, the documentary Loretta Lynn, Still a Mountain Girl, aired on PBS. On May 4, 2017, the 85-year-old legend suffered a stroke at her home and was hospitalized in Nashville. A statement on the Lynn's official website said she was responsive and expected to make a full recovery, though she would postpone upcoming shows. In October, Lynn made her first public appearance since the hospitalization when she inducted longtime friend Alan Jackson into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Following January, it was announced that Lynn had fractured her hip in a New Year's Day fall at her home. Revealing that she was doing fine, family members were able to put a humorous spin on the situation, citing Lynn's energetic new puppy as the cause of her accident. Let's listen again. Well, uh, you know, Don, uh, Don, I missed, uh, playing, I missed playing this song, and I'm going to play it again. Okay. Uh, not again, but I'm going to play it. But I didn't play Wine, Women, and Song, and right. I don't think. Exactly. So no, let's, you did let's not. listen That's to that. That's what you played, yeah. I Lie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. boy, I tell you what, you need to get a new producer. I'm I'm, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> no, we'll we'll kind of go along with the errors. I mean, all right, well, let's tip the wine glass to, to the women with song. Okay, <laughs> here we go. This this is country radio. Now, Doris, don't drink too much wine. Well, I'm at home working and a slave in this way. You're out of misbehaving, spending all of your pay on wine, women, and song. While I'm a making beds, you're out of making time. You rob my piggy bank and spend my life in dime on wine, women, and song. And I give up your wine Women and song Well, one of these nights You're gonna come home 
you may start to think and then I give up your wine. Women and song. Hey, Don, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to play this tearjerker, which is was the last song we had scheduled, and I think you'll enjoy it, dear Uncle Sam. Sam, okay. Oh, yeah. songs uh, in that year, uh, Before I'm Over You was one of them, and, and uh, The Other Woman, and uh, so those were two great songs that came along in 1963 when Neil Holland was hired by Eastern Airlines, <laughs> and that same year, uh, Mr. Floyd Hall, Mr. Floyd Hall became president of Eastern Airlines, so he was hired that year too. Two great Eastern employees. Mr. Hall came in at the top of the ladder and 
I came in at the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> I, I don't think there was – I had to really climb to get to that first rung. Uh, now, a lot of other things were happening during the Loretta Lynn years, and so we want to talk a little bit about Eastern Airlines, what was going on in every one of our um, Eastern m- music and history. And the next year, 1964, the first Boeing 727 went into service, flying from Philadelphia to Miami via Washington, D.C. And then some other happenings at Eastern followed in 65. Uh, they changed the old Duck Hawk uh, uh, logo, had a new EAL logo, logo that was re- revealed, replacing that Duck Hawk. And Captain Rickenbacker retired as chairman uh, on January 1st of that year. And there was a new theme in 1965, the Wings of Man. Uh, the carrier carried uh, 14.95 million passengers wow. with a fleet of 177 aircraft. Oh, my goodness. Then 1966 came along, and more new pilots were being hired. And, and uh, in that year than any year since Eastern started its operations. The new executive office building, uh, Building 16, as we came to know it, was completed on the Miami base. And 65 new airplanes, DC-9s and Boeing 727s, were put into service. And Eastern Airlines, uh, unfortunately, had a mechanic strike uh, July 8th through August the 22nd of that year. In 1967, in January of that year, Mackey Airlines, remember Mackey Airlines sitting out there on the causeway in Miami? I think that was Mackey sitting over there on that little island. Wasn't it, yeah. Don? Yeah. Uh, don't remember the island, but, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah on MacArthur Causeway, yeah. Yep. And it merged into Eastern System. In February, DC-9 series came along, 10 placed into service that year. And they were placed on the air shuttle, where they served the air sh- shuttle in Eastern. Very, uh, very, very, uh, it was a great air- airplane to put out there on the line. In June, new service was started to Portland and Seattle. We finally got routes to the West Coast. And later in the year, they started flying charters for the United States Air Force, Military Air Command, which was called MAC. MAC, Military Air Command, a lot of senior people bid those trips, and they were flown on by DC-8s, on DC-8s, as I recall. In 1968, more aircraft were purchased in 1967, and 68 period were 17 DC-861s and six DC-863s. Art Lewis was named president, and Floyd Hall became chairman that year and chief executive officer. And then in 1969, to end the decade, a new route route was opened to Los Los Angeles via Dallas and also Miami, Los Angeles. Wow. And Art Lewis resigned as president. So things were happening during the Loretta Lynn years that – uh, she recorded, and uh, things were happening with Eastern, and and it's good to tell our listeners about that as well as play these beautiful songs that oh, we select every Monday. History. Yeah, I mean every Thursday, excuse me, 
every Thursday at this time. It's fun to do, isn't it, Don and Dorothy? Oh, it oh, yeah. really is. Yeah. I remember a lot of that stuff. And, you know, it's so funny. When you meet anyone around, even where we're living now, uh, when we meet someone you start to tell them about Eastern, the first thing they say is, I used to fly Eastern all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. so it's really, it's never been forgotten, and that's what we try to do every single week. Yeah. Just keep the memory alive and let everybody know that we're still here. Yeah. Really nice. Well, Dorothy, you've been sitting there patiently, I know. (laughs) What have you got coming up for us on Monday night radio show? Well, I do. For Monday night, we have that Malaysia flight MH370 mystery, and that's going to be another interesting show. There's uh, so much talk about that, and it never seems to lie. So um, we brought it back a little bit so we can tell some people about it. Um, As you know, uh, the last mystery that we heard was about the crash site, and it was written by uh, Mary Grady. She was one of the uh, people that wrote an article about it. So we're going to hear all about that. Neil's going to give us some uh, it remains inclusive mystery, so he's going to fill us in on some of this, we hope. So join us to hear that, and following which we're going to have the next one be a history of time, and then we're going to have our Halloween show in the Bermuda Triangle. That's going to be another interesting show because it tends to be really a little dramatic with the Bermuda Triangle, as we all know it. Uh, So in between that, of course, we're going to be back here with our Eastern Airlines History and Music Show. Uh, We've got some other artists in mind that we're trying to determine which one we want to use. So uh, we'll let you know during the week. We'll be sure to post our website and send our e-blast and keep you advised as to all of that. Remember, we have the Eastern uh, website for you folks to go and check out whatever you need to do. If you have anything that you'd like us to post on there, please just send it in to host at EALradioshow.com. Back to you, Don. Thank you, Dorothy. Well, folks, that's our show for this week. Uh, We hope you are enjoying the artists that we've been playing in The Greatest Recording Artists during the Eastern Years series. We certainly enjoy spinning some of these uh, songs for you on the old Eastern turntable. Make sure you join us next Thursday when we select another great singer and with his or her songs, along with a little Eastern sprinkled in. And don't forget, our microphones are always open to call us to join us on Monday, October 14th, Revisiting the Malaysian Airline Flight MH370 Mystery. You know, keeping our Eastern family informed is of the greatest importance to this radio show. And we look forward every week to sharing the memories and stories of our great airline with our our world of listeners uh, that join in on us. Do you have a story or memory you'd like to share with our Eastern family? If so, we certainly want to hear from you. 
The Easter Radio Show would like to broadcast it during one of our shows, either you sharing your memory live during a broadcast or send it to us and we'll broadcast your story on the air. You can send your request to host at EALradioshow.com. That's host at EALradioshow.com. We'll tell you what you need to do to have it heard on the show. Until then, this is Don Gagnon, and on behalf of our producer, Neil Holland, my lovely wife, Dorothy, we sign off, as we always do after each broadcast, by saying, so long, Eastern family. We love you, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. Family, we love you, Eastern. Good show, Neil. Silver wings shining in the sunlight, roaring engines headed somewhere in flight. They're taking you away.
I gave all of ours away, so. Fake news. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Great show, Neil. Just yeah. enjoyed it. We'll okay. see you guys Monday night, okay? Okay. See, see you on the radio. Yeah, all right. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.